and we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect so that I could talk about stuff that makes me very unhappy. God, we're going to be living up to that tonight. Part of this is also to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I am your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. It's S-H-U-J-I-N, hi, and uh, I have the last of my freshly brewed coffee to finish off over here. Joining from the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget Fitch. Yes, I'm finally re trying to remember. You keep reminding me, and I keep forgetting to actually use your full, proper name on the group. Hi. I appreciate it. Hi. Uh, you know, it's it's about four. It's about minus four degrees Celsius here, but it's supposed to be around twenty-eight Celsius in a few days. Uh, and at least we didn't get. A lot of snow. Yeah, there's there that. Had tornado sirens going off and stuff like that, and then we got hit with, you know, some snow and some ice pellets. It's been fun, and my sinuses are like Ugh. joy right there. And just off to the right on the east seaboard, Unreno Tech. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, we didn't. We we had a little flight fluffy stuff for a little bit, and then it melted, and then it refroze. So we have ice. <laughs> the sirens have been going off in the neighborhood all day, and I don't mean like air raid sirens or anything like that, because we're not in Ukraine. Sorry, guys. Good luck to y'all. Um, no, like ambulance or yeah. fire truck or police car or tow trucks. Because my neighborhood says 25 miles per hour, which means they're going to pass you in a one-way street going 50. Oh. Why? Because they're soccer moms. There's a lot of them here. Believe the technical I have lost count of the amount of times I've been passed by a minivan in a residential one-way. Wow. That's... Yes. Yeah, it's, that's too... See, folks, having glazed anything is not good. Crispy Except donuts. Well, I, I, I was going to say some some time ago, the horrible scopes. We did have that thing about you know riding the sugar line, getting cut. Uh, that's whew, man. Yeah, my I don't personal my personal uh, motto or guideline or whatever you want to call it. If I cannot walk on it safely, I cannot drive on it. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And yeah, tech. It was uh, it was a year ago, give or take, because it was the whole guys go ahead and get the vaccine because then uh, if you bring your vaccine card into Krispy Kreme, you'll be entered into a, a lottery to ride the oh, sugar line. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Thanks for refreshing my. Damn, my memory sucks. I never went to go get my free donuts on Friday that you could get weekly because I'm just too. Well, I didn't want to go out because of COVID, and two, I'm just too lazy to go to the other side of town to get one donut for free. Well, for me, I would have had to drove all the way to Crofton from where I'm well, at, and that's that's a drive. Nah, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, no. I mean, although Crofton's nice, we've got a, they've got a Wegmans. I'm jealous now, but you I will have be. to say that that Krispy Kreme, when they are fresh and hot, ah, uh, and same thing with their donut holes. 
And it's weird because I'm the exact opposite. If I get a Krispy Kreme donut that's fresh and hot, I don't like it. If it sits at least one day, it's delicious. But it, I, I, I've, tried, it I've tried. I, I've tried it. I've tried all the different ones you can get fresh, fresh, and just don't like them fresh. That's okay. But yet, when Dunkin' Donuts used to actually make their donuts in house, oh god, a freshly made, a freshly made sinker, and a cup of coffee. Oh god, there was god. nothing better than a freshly made cake donut. Remember those days? I love man. cake donuts. Oh, remember those days? God, it mm. sucks now. Yeah, it does. Uh, They're all like made up in Jersey and then shipped down the coastline. Yeah. Yeah. Just, same. Same yeah. with Timmy's. Which which sucks. As an aside, by the way, for any of you that are thinking about uh, going ahead and lying down on the on the processor line and getting the, the hot sugar drooled over you, uh, as an Italian, no. I'm going to tell no. you that's a really really bad idea for everything on your shoulder blades. Yes, you have hair on your shoulder blades, whether you believe it or not, ladies. Yeah. Um, um, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not just, into melted candle wax either well, or paraffin for the same reason. Well, I'm just thinking of that melted sugar on your tongue. Uh, folks, if you've ever had a freshly made pizza come straight out of the oven, I mean, a properly made like Neapolitan where it's come out of a 950 degree Fahrenheit, you know, brick oven, and you've tried to take a bite of it immediately. Nope. That's a bad day. Nope. Uh, pizza bird is a thing. Yeah, melted cheese. It's the same as melted plastic in terms of how much damage it can do to your body. Liquid sugar, the the hot glazed liquid sugar. <laughs> Have a nice day. Yeah, yeah not a- shaming anybody with the candle wax. I'm just saying on hairy areas, it hurts coming off. Yep, same thing with liquid latex. I have no idea where that one came from. And yeah, there's 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 stuff there's stuff. Anyway, of course. Hi everybody. Thanks for joining us. If you do join us live, of course, you can take advantage of the live chat which is for my screen all the way over there. Those of you that are listening to the show, the whole doesn't mean anything to you, but trust me, for the people that are watching, it means so Thank you, Victor Borka, for that. Stephanie, hi. Good morning. Um, yeah. Um, we're going to be changing time zones again, aren't we? Yes. Yes, we got the three-hour show tonight, right? Yeah. So as a reminder, yeah, next week, because the time zone shifts, we're going to be uh, starting at 0405 UTC. Right, yeah. Because we're 0505 right now. Yeah, so it's going to be 0405. Joy. Yeah. You spring forward and fall back. Yeah, I've I've got a <laughs> – yeah, whoever it is that's decided that we need to keep doing that in the 21st century, I've got a finger to sell you. I've I, I got two of them. As well, there were friend. several presidents who tried to stop it. Yeah. They, they got vetoed, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, if memory serves, uh, it's coming oh, up again, though. The farmers, that's right. The farmers didn't want it because they didn't want to confuse the cows. Yeah. Because, you know, the cows have a lot of shit to do in their day-to-day lives, right? Well, they do. Uh, they do. That's- well, yeah, technically, it is quite a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there's all that. So <clears throat> we're going to uh, get rolling over here because uh, these guys need to get themselves uh, organized. 
Uh, Joseph is supposed to be joining us momentarily. Uh, I was expecting that he would showed up already, but he's, he's at least let us know that he's working on it. It is entirely possible he's fallen back asleep again, considering, you know, it's Odark stupid in the morning. So, you know, we'll see how this plays out. So let me get things rolling because, well, that's, that's kind of the thing. So you guys can go ahead and do your thing. So at this point with five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle is here. Home. Spring break for my little one. I picked him up. Uh, I picked him up Friday and he's home. And we got to, we got to talking about stuff because, you know, there's, there's stuff. And, you know, he's, he's doing well for himself. He's doing pretty damn good. But he did say, be, you know, uh, the first, you know, what, hour and a half, two, three hours. Doesn't quite feel like home just yet. And you know what? I'm okay with that. And I told him it, it's not a problem. You know, it's not a big deal because home is where you are. And it's not necessarily where you are physically. Home is where you hang your hat, as the old expression used to be. And if you were thinking about it in terms of where you actually physically are, yeah, okay, you know what, that that goes that way. Most of us don't wear hats that need to be hung up anymore, although I would love to wear, you know, good two-piece, three-piece suit and, you know, have a good proper fedora, not a triple, uh, tri- 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 triple, Trivially, whatever the hell it's called, doesn't matter. An actual honest to God fedora, nice classic 19, you know, mid 1940s, post World War II, you know, style. Where you are is home. And for some people, you know, you move away from where you grew up, but you're never really far from that. And in a lot of ways for me, that's, that's, that's how I feel. I mean, yeah, I was born in Brooklyn and, and I don't really have any, I don't have any functional memories of that. I was raised on Long Island. I do have functional memories of that. I, I, I remember places that don't exist there anymore. I, I remember how places looked. I remember how some places smelled. And no, that's not a joke. I still had family in Brooklyn. So, you know, every once in a while we'd, along the Belt Parkway, the Southern State Parkway, and we go past areas where they had a very distinctive odor, and there was not much that you could do about it except roll up the windows and hope that the air conditioning on and the recirculation on the 1969 Buick Wildcat was good enough to keep the smell of the dump out. Never worked. But where you are is a mental thing. Yeah, it's, it's an emotional thing, but it, it's, it's primarily between your ears. For some people, it could be a place that they vacationed once and they've always wanted to be back there. It could even be a, a could even be a boat for all it could be. Could be a vacation place. It could be somebody else's house. It could be just out in the middle of a forest watching up at the stars, being able to see the Milky Way go past as you're on a beach somewhere in Hawaii. Home isn't just a place. It's where you're comfortable. 
It's where you're safe. It's where you can actually just be. And some people don't always understand what that means. There are times where we just need to be. Just exist. Just be. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to necessarily think about anything. You don't have to be watching television or a movie. You don't have to be reading a book. You just are. Sometimes I'm still a Long Island boy. Still want to go to White Castle every once in a while. Still want to go off to one of the plazas and one of the malls and just you know drive up and down 231 just because with a crap-ass car doesn't do crap. Sometimes I'm right here, right where I am, right here, literally, right in, right in this office. And it's hard to know sometimes where is home for me. I would really like to be able to figure that out sometimes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'm right where I am. Wherever it is that you find your home cherish it and just know that you don't have to explain it to anybody else because it's all yours episode 399 on the docket your honor skepticism or cynicism well i ran into a problem this week and the problem is a well it's a it's a good problem but it's a problem just the same you know for well that i have been keeping track of what's been happening with rafe badawi and for those of you that for whatever reason did not hear about it there are reports that rafe badawi has been released from prison the information comes directly from his wife and stuff after being on the phone with him, reportedly. The problem that I have is that there is just the singular point for this information. We don't have independent pictures or video or interviews or anything else inside of Saudi Arabia to show him alive and well or at least reasonably well, considering the conditions that he was put in. And because of that, after waiting for him for, it was apparently 10 years, my timing had been off for the longest time, I, although I don't know why. Not by much. No. But I, I, you know, I, I, said, I said this to Dallin um, just recently, too. You know, I, I feel like the poster in the X-Files. I want to believe. But with everything that has happened, knowing full well that it is a singular point for this information, I am incredibly wary about actually believing right now. So the question is, in a situation like this, Am I just being the proper skeptic? 
or have I actually been so jaded that I'm simply being a cynic? And I don't know where that line is for this or any other situation. And I think it's kind of worth talking through this because of all the information and disinformation that's been happening over the last, let's call it six years, but it's very specifically for the last, you know, six months. First stuff. For valid. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm really wondering how the hell this all plays out. You know, you you at least questioned yourself as to whether or not uh, you know your cynicism was warranted or not. You were keeping a calendar. Granted, your accuracy was not on point. Yeah, it was I, close. I, I, yeah, I still don't understand and why. I th- I think you know I what? do. I, I think what I, I, happened, I think what happened was that I was taking my numbering from the date of his, uh, of his guilty verdict, whereas they started counting it down from when he was originally arrested, I think, or some wiggle room of all that, whatever the hell. And that um, could be it, but don't forget, yeah, enormous amount of people lost days and days and days during 2020 and 2021. You know, there were days I'd wake up. This is going to be a great hump day. It's Monday. Yeah. No. I how, how did I make that mistake? Or I wake up thinking it's Monday and it's already Thursday. Yeah. And I've had too. four Mondays. You know. Yeah. That one being the more common of the two. Yeah. However, with that in mind, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been. Two days since Rafe Badawi's announced release without visible evidence, photos, video, or independent videos, independent interviews showing Rafe alive and well. I am not giving up on this at this point because so help me if Saudi Arabia is pulling a fast bait and switch on this one and making him give false testimony to his wife and children. As a parent, I cannot begin to tell you where I will start yelling first at that point. Don't forget, there could also be a case of he may be free, but now he may be under. Oh, he is. Under extreme monitoring. Oh, he is. Where they say, this is what you have to say. This is what you have to do. And if you don't do it, you're right back in jail. And this time we'll take your wife with you or your daughter or whoever, whatever. Yeah, uh, he is. He is supposed. He is supposed to be under a ten-year moratorium on travel and flying. Sorry, I said flying. Well, travel. Yeah. Uh, saying anything public on the internet. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm kind of wondering. I mean, I cannot believe for the life of me that they would object, meaning the the Saudi Arabian government, that they would object to him just showing, hi, I'm here, just waving, not even saying anything, but just, here I am, I'm here, I'm walking, I'm, I'm walking into my house, here I am. Just to show, yes, this is actually really him here and now, but... 
I am not exactly a, 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 an expert in journalism. So we kind of wait to see how this is all going to have happen. So we'll get all to that momentarily. One more thing to keep in mind quickly. His, uh, release from incarceration may also have been predicated, uh, been under the, um, requirement of no video, anything. So you may not get that evidence. I'm just saying, be prepared for that possibly being the case. That That is possible. And that is all the more reason why I am incredibly guarded about joining in and being happy right yet. I'd be more happy if, he, if they all announced that they've left the country. They've yeah. moved someplace where they can actually be free and take the time to themselves to because of all the time they've lost no I, I i hear you i hear you we we kind of wait and see how this plays out for the moment though just to uh just to make sure that we've still got a little bit of levity left in the uh left in the night let's go ahead and get the horrible scopes out of the way and and deal with all the rest of the stuff as it happens sometimes so, we need it <laughs> uh, ain't that the truth or flying spaghetti monster or fictitious deity of your choice I'll take it. So, as said, it is time for the horrible scopes. So, for those of you that know what your astrological signs are, cool. Those of you that don't make it up as you go along, it doesn't matter. Roll D twelve. It might actually come up with something. Aries, what's the difference between an elephant and a flea? The obvious answer, of course, is that elephants can have fleas, but fleas can't have elephants. The less obvious answer, however, is elephants kill people but fleas kill populations. Which is just a nice way of saying, don't piss off sub-five-foot red-headed women. They will end you. Can you take a wild guess as to who I was thinking about when I wrote that one? Nope. Horace. Actually, yes, I know who it is, but mm -hmm. I'm just... Horace. There are plans in the making of a biopic movie about Billy Joel, but the company doesn't have the rights to use his name, his likeness, or his music. So here's your chance to help him out, and we won't claim credit for this one. Tell them they should name it Piano Man, a story about how a high school dropout was bitten by a radioactive piano, moved to California, and had his first big hit singing about all the gay guys drinking in a bar. Is that not the most brilliant idea ever? And you have to remember, there has to be, it has to be hyphenated. Piano hyphen man. It's very important to use that. Okay. Yeah, because well, it's like trademarks. Well, if you're playing on pitching it to like a, a military crowd, remember it's piano tech man. Because they say the hyphen is attack. Evs, okay. don't be pedantic. <laughs> Gemini, you want to do things your way, but that's not always the way to go. Sure, you can argue that your system is easier for everyone to follow, but when confronted with entrenched modalities, tradition has a tendency to win out. So, you keep using metric measurements if you want. Just remember that you'll need to convert for everyone else around you. I also mentioned that, uh, you know, 
that's that tends to be the people who are uh, Canadians. So they are probably a little bit better at doing the conversion to freedom units than it is for the freedom unit people to convert into Celsius for stupid reasons. To jump in on a tangent here that's related to Matrick, I saw this on Twitter, can't find the tweet, but somebody said that, you know, something referred to a metric buttload of a thing. And somebody was kind enough to convert it into U.S. units. Yep. That was hilarious. You just had to be there. Yeah. You know, that also brings to mind all those idiots from Texas going to try to fight with the Russians against the Ukrainian. Do they realize they have to convert to the metric system first? I mean, if they don't, let's not tell them because that ought to be really fucking hilarious. You know, that would be rough. All they need to know is 7.24 millimeter. And after that, what the hell else do they really need to know? Right. Yeah. Just insert that into their brain and let them get it and wrap around it. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. That was my inside voice. Cancer Moonchild. (laughs) There are songs in your music collection now that used to be part of a cassette mixtape from 1987. They were not all as good as you remember. La Bamba by Los Lobos. It's good. Heart and Soul by Tapau. Still good. Songbird by Kenny G. Look around you, Cancer. See how many of your friends are nodding off just from thinking about that song? Throw that one away. Uh, Leo, why do you want to fill a bathtub with jello and float yourself in the middle of it? You know what? Fine. A standard tub is 42 gallons. That means you're going to need 336 boxes of Jello at about a buck and a quarter each. And for what? TikTok clicks? Do you have any idea what color your skin is going to be after that? Just eat the stuff like a normal person. Yeah, I had to I had to do a lot of math on that one. Although I I I forgot a small part of it all, which is the average volume of a human, so I didn't take that into account. So my numbers are just a little bit off. Or if it's a small box or a larger box. No, 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 no. Regular regular standard jello box. Okay. Well, I uh I found out I don't eat jello like a normal person. You're not a normal person. Well, What's yeah, that, that also doesn't help that I'm not a normal person. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good point right there. Virgo, time is an enemy. It robs you of life as it tick, 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 ticks away. Keep that in mind when you take a spring vacation in Arizona. Which county is on daylight savings time? Which time, which town inside that county isn't? You could have just stayed home and gotten drunk in the comfort of your own bathroom, you know. Yeah, that is uh, – I, I did not realize that uh, the time was going to be shifting. And for anybody that's ever done anything with Arizona, you don't know how real the pain is with that. I mean, that's ridiculous. In, in all honesty – Oh, it is. Why does my freaking phone and watch have to actually have a disagreement? 
And it's not even a matter of it's, it's, it's a disagreement between your phone and your watch and your car and your microwave oven. No, it's a matter of that they all disagree with the goddamned sun and physics. Yes, that is a true statement because, you know, in my opinion, at noon, the sun should be overhead. I'm just saying. Isn't that how we figured out what the longitude lines were from Captain Cook back in the day or whoever the hell it was that took a I don't remember who it was, but somebody took a, a sailing vessel, took a took a clock and, and did the whatever the hell it was. I, I do want to do the other side of that coin though. Um there is one group of people out there though where daylight savings time really is a necessity in terms of saving them money. It's the people who still need to have hurricane lanterns in their home. Because they don't have reliable electricity. They don't have reliable utilities. That daylight savings time actually saves them on fuel usage for lighting. But rather than doing that, maybe we should, as a as an entire species, be working so that people like don't have to be in that situation in the first place. That's a longer conversation. Just pick a time, standard east, you know, yeah. Daylight savings, whatever, and just stay there. Good grief. It's nice and simple that way. Libra, <laughs> Libra, your parrot is dead. Sorry to have to break the news to you, but um, it's true. <laughs> she tried to attack another parrot she saw in a mirror and, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we have a taxidermist on call for just such emergencies. Uh, his name is Terry. He claims he's from Minnesota, but speaks with a British accent and specializes in dead parrots, apparently. <laughs> Is I, he pointing for the fields? I It's the next parrot. I honestly don't know. And it that okay, now that that can't be because this the Terry in in this is from Minnesota. Which, um, he, he, uh, the guy from the, uh, he was actually from the, shoot. He oh, might be this. No. Scorpio, a flock of seagulls will be performing at a club in your vicinity and tickets go on sale this week. You don't have to worry about buying seats in the nosebleed section. It's not that big of a venue. It should only have a $10 cover charge at the door, though. Do not bring french fries to throw at them. Yeah, throw toast at them instead. No. This is going to come well, around. Seagulls. This is going to come toast. around. This is going to come around. At 10 bucks, ah. I would do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, my, my friend's band, when they were doing it, they opened for Flock of Seagulls when they came back around. Um, uh, he was he was a little bit of a he, – he was a massive tool. Not had was he was a massive tool. He refused to play their the big hit. So you know that's 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 all other thing. I kind of like the flock of seagulls. The the music anyway, not necessarily the band. The music. Good call. All right. No judgment. Huh? No judgment. That's okay. I still hate the Smurfs and, and would rather listen to Pebbles and Bam Bam sing than them anyway. That's that's another joke. <laughs> Sagittarius let's take a shot in the dark on this one you want things to go well for you but are worried it's not going to happen 
Well, not to worry. The most problematic things are already in motion and beyond your ability to stop. So go get that clove of garlic that's sprouting and plant it indoors now. You might get some bulbs by the end of the summer. Yeah, that w- that one was actually uh, aimed at... Uh, I forget what the guy's name was. Uh, was it Adrian? I think. I, I, I can't remember hey, what yo, his... Adrian! Uh, no, uh, a, a different Adrian. As 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 Mandius, as Mandius. yeah, that's 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 who. Whatever, some people might get that's Mandius. Capricorn, crows and wait, crows and ravens. There we go. Can be taught to like and trust humans, but seagulls will forever be little opportunistic shits. Don't throw a small order of Burger King fries, thinking it'll distract them and leave you alone. That doesn't work. That never works. But if you see gulls flying well inland, there's a storm coming. You better get ready for it. Aquarius, after a couple of months of us being upset with you, we're going to cut you some slack and give you an actual horse horrible scope this week. Just remember, this is us being nice to you. <clears throat> Life is like, like a box of chocolates for you this week. Think less Gerardelli. Wow, I am butchering this, sorry. And more Whitman's. Be super careful if you have an allergy to deets, though. Get it? Deets nuts. Get it? But I can read the last one. Go for it. A good morning, by the way. Good morning, Joseph. Uh, it depends on whether you went outside or not. Oh, well, it depends, <laughs> depends on whether you're here or not. Uh, Pisces, get yourself a Friday fish fry. It's been a long time since you've had one, and Arthur Treacher's fish and chips isn't exactly common anymore. And if you can't get one locally, make it yourself. Just be mindful of the oils this time. The term flashpoint isn't just for comic books. Hey, going back to Aquarius in case you didn't get the joke. I got that right. The joke here is Deets Nuts. And I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Deets Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, I haven't been trying hard enough. If you'd like to bribe me to be either nicer or nastier to some sign or other, you can bribe me by just asking, because I'm cheap that way. Just remember, I need to know what sign and which way to go, and telling me to go to Hell and, hell, hell and Hunt for one is just, you know, um, no. There's there's an old joke in there that I just did not do quite correctly, but we'll deal with that later. By the way, that new voice joining us from Paris. Good morning, Joseph. You made it. Hi. Getting a little worried Hi. there. Uh, sorry I was late. That's okay. Why are you pregnant? Oh, different kind of late. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, just I, to let I, Joseph I, knows these nuts was actually a candidate for a political office. I can't remember which one, but it was pretty freaking hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry for missing that. That's yeah, okay. and uh, uh, tech the you know my years of I've tried for years to get pregnant, but I'm long Just... beyond menopause now. Well, don't give up so easy. 
I believe in you. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe if I can become a version again. I got some duct tape and and create and uh, JB Walt, dude. Let's okay. do this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, n- none of that crazy glue glue crap. You know, we, we go full JB Weld. Oh yeah, you might need a welding rig. <laughs> Once this year, ever going to get to being a virgin again? Joseph is drinking a Shirley Temple. I'm sorry. A born again virgin. I- it's all how is everyone? Uh, it's already gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, going off the rails have- like a crazy it's- train. Okay. It's not a how long did it take me this time? It's not, it's not a power 10. It's not Five a power point. 10. I'm not allowed to say what I'm thinking right about now, but god damn it, it was funny. Fine. Funny. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, you have to explain that joke to me after the show. I probably will. Yeah. It's got everything to do with um, uh, drinking a Shirley Temple. So uh, do your own jokes at this point because I'm disallowed from doing that. So Shirley Temple has no alcohol in it whatsoever. No, it's um, not jokes. Um, no, it was. I, I can't. I, okay, is it, a candy that allergy these nuts was actually a political candidate in the U.S. That's what you need to know. Okay, sorry about that. And 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 it's a it's a it's a whatever. Anyway, on moving on. Because it's time to get to the fun part of the show, which is where I go ahead and lose my goddamned mind because I don't know what to think about myself this week. So, Joseph, just to bring you up to speed, because I know that sooner or later I'm going to hear the enormous question. Okay, so what are we actually talking about tonight? Yeah, I got your notice about put your thinking caps on. The heavens open and the sun... Actually, it's still dark outside, so screw that noise. Thank you. Oh, yeah. A couple hours. So, yeah, so the, the, the whole thing of it is, like I said, you know, I want to believe that Rafe is out of prison. I want to. Terribly so. We have been keeping track. We have kept a ticker going what has it been like four or five years? I don't remember when it was that we got this thing started, but I mean, I've, I've had this ticker going for a very, very long time waiting for when he would be released, hoping beyond hope that he'd be released ahead of the schedule. And, you know, the Saudi Arabian government would get their head out of their asses and just say, you know what? We, we can't whip the hell out of you because well, we'll, we'll accidentally kill you. And I mean, we don't want to go ahead and do that, but, so now, I don't want to say that Ensoff is a liar either. But the problem, like I said, is that there is no additional on the ground in Saudi Arabia report that said, you know what? I didn't go looking for it. And I, I should have. Um, could somebody take a look and see if Al Jazeera has done anything specifically? Because if anybody's going to be able to have reporters in there, I know full well at this point, BBC is probably too scared to be in there, and I would not blame them by any stretch of the imagination. Any of the Uh Western groups in there are are, are probably, you know, not looking to be in the general vicinity for the most part. 
Uh, you're looking for Al Jazeera and Ray Badawi? Yeah. If they have okay. if they have pictures, video direct that says, yes, I saw him, you know, and, and that's the problem. I don't want to say that Insaf is lying. I don't want uh, to say that this is wrong. But until and unless I get this, I'm having a really hard time believing this. Al Jazeera is reporting Saudi Arabia, a 10-year travel ban for freed blogger Rafe Badawi. Dropping a link. So but, in other words, he's still in prison for another 10 years. It's just now he's outside the walls basically house of arrest. the brick one. Yeah. But see, now here's here's the problem. We know full well that this was going to be part of it. And very likely the um the I, I forget what the the monetary fine was going to be. Something on the order of the, I think it was like the equivalent of like three hundred thousand US dollars or something like that. But if you take a quick skim through the article, does it actually say that the reporter saw him? Are there any photos, videos, anything that confirms that they themselves saw him? That's the problem that I've got at this point with all of this. I just want to believe, but until and unless I get that level of, of, I, I hate to say the word proof. I can't in good conscience feel the elation that I should. And I feel bad about that. So am I just being a good skeptic that, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a news article that says, you know, everything converges on this one point, And if that one point is wrong for some reason, any reason, the whole thing falls apart versus you know, I'm just so jaded that I just can't believe it because, you know, reasons. I don't know if I'm a good person or, or, you know, I don't, I don't want to say good person, bad person, but I don't know where it lands me. And the reason why I'm dealing with this one in particular is that We've got a lot of news stories that have happened, especially over the last, like I said, you know, six months, year, six years, really, in the U.S. especially, where you find out that these articles, whatever whatever these reports are, they all converge into singular locations. I think if memory serves, the anti-vaccination stuff for uh, the COVID vaccinations were trailed down to, I think, a dozen specific accounts and it just got disseminated from there so you kind of see the piece that i'm talking about here i don't know what to think about myself or any of this stuff if this is what we've got to deal with yeah i don't know if that link to al jazeera helps or not but well i, I shared i it. won't be able to read it you know and and, and do it at the same time unfortunately yeah, I shared it in the uh, link, but according to them, uh, they said an interior ministry official who spoke on the condition of not and uh, I can't say the word anonymity. Close enough. Close enough. Told AFP news agency on Saturday 
that sentence handed down to Rafe was 10 years in prison, followed by a travel ban for the same length. And the court ruling holds up and is final. He cannot leave the kingdom for another 10 years unless a royal pardon is issued. Yeah, which, again, is no different than the same information we've had for the last uh, eight years, I think. So you understand why I'm looking at this and going, yeah, this is this is old news. We we knew these conditions years ago. You're saying he's out, but. You know, could anybody smuggle 35 millimeter film out anymore? That would be nice. That would be nice. And I know, I know nobody uses 35 mil film anymore. I know. But God, wouldn't it be nice to have an SR-71 go fly overhead really quick and just take a big – the the film that they use, by the way, for the 35 uh, – for the uh, uh, SR-71s, oh my God, the sizes of, of the of the film that they – holy balls. It's it's cool, isn't it? Oh my, my God. My grandfather actually worked on the SR-71. He couldn't tell his family when he was doing it. Oh, yeah. Can't imagine yeah. why. <laughs> and, and he was followed by – uh, all all the employees of the SR-71 were actually followed by government to uh, make sure that nothing happened to them while they were working on it. Oh, yeah. before Because uh, there was a lot of work being done before it was actually announced. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I before he passed, he t- told me stories. Because uh, he worked on a lot of projects. He worked for uh, NASA on, on the shuttle. He worked on the SR-71. He worked on a lot of things. He was an aeronautical engineer. and um, Skunk works. That was the group. Yeah. That was the name of the group. Yeah. I knew I remember it. So uh, he, he didn't. He he worked on a lot of things, and he used to tell me stories. It was really cool. Yeah. So you see that this is this is the problem that I've got of trying to figure out: Am I doing the right thing, or am I just you know hold myself back? And that's a that's a weird tightrope to walk, man. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to end up being that guy, but I'm really close to it. You have a healthy dose of skepticism for a good reason. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people, regardless of whether they're an atheist or a Christian, Muslim or a Jew or whatever, have a healthy dose of skepticism. It may not apply to their religion, but it applies to other things in life. And it's for many reasons. Sometimes you get burned. Sometimes you watch other people get burned. Um, sometimes you're going through life. You're thinking one way about one thing. And then out of nowhere, a bus hits you. And it, com- uh, metaphorically speaking, a bus hits you. And now your train, your train of thinking is completely derailed because you've just learned new information that everybody else knew, but maybe you didn't. And then there's, you know, so much misinformation. It's so easy to go onto the internet, create a web page, make it look like PayPal. Okay. Send out an email with the link to your web page saying, Hey, uh, your password, somebody attempted to break into your account. There's several charges that we think are false. You need to log in and uh, check it. Click the link here to sign in. And oh, now yeah. you've tried to sign into that page. You've just given away your login information to somebody else. Yeah. You know, yep. and it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's okay 
to first off be wrong as long as you're learning from what you're being wrong about. And two, it's okay to be skeptical as long as you're not refusing the new information, right? Your, your skepticism has to be able to be uh, uh, tempered. Not, that's not the word I'm looking for. No, I think it is actually. But, but uh, the idea is that I'm skeptical. Let's say I'm skeptical about fire setting human flesh on fire. Okay. But I also know it burnt, it hurts and I'm not willing to go through enough pain to see whether or not I can actually set my skin on fire. But you tell me, oh yeah, I've, I, it, it can happen. Here's the medical book on it. Well, that's one book. Now you say, here's 10 medical books on it from different sources. Here's the video from uh, from post-car accidents where it's actually showing this happening on uh, human cadaver- cadavers. Here's the test in uh, scientific environments where they, you know, for forensic analysis. That, now I have to say, okay, I've got all this evidence. Let me, my skeptic side should now say, there's no evidence. It should stop saying that there's no evidence. It now should be saying there is evidence, but now I have to question the validity of the evidence. What are the first steps I need to take? Rather than sitting there and going, nope, I don't believe it. At that point, it's no longer skepticism. At that point, it's just pure willful ignorance. And if you're only getting one data set, right, and you don't have a means of really validating that data set beyond a very, very little narrow window, you continuing to be skeptical is kind of understandable. Okay. So there's also confirmation bias as well. Yeah. And more importantly, you're aware of it. You're cognizant of your mental state. A lot of people get to the part of either willful ignorance or they just continue to be skeptical because maybe they just haven't figured out how to validate that tiny bit of information yet. And they're not cognizant that they're sitting in that mental state. So first off, stop beating the, the, the snot out of yourself, okay? Good <laughs> it's not Good a power of 10. Um, <laughs> stop beating the snot week. out of yourself. <laughs> yes, next week. Stop beating the yeah. snot out of yourself. Um, Unfortunately, I won't be here next week. Um, and two, it's okay. You know, if you're not content with what you see in terms of the information that's been released, I'm pretty certain that if what we've heard so far is is 100% true then more information will fall oh yeah 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 and just to make sure that you know we we kind of cover all bases on this one i'm not beating myself up over it at all you seem to it's, that that's well, the appearance on the video camera then let me uh, let me give a little bit of nuance on this one i'm not beating myself up about it I'm torn because I want this, uh, I want to be able to share in the joy of this finally having happened. We know, we all know what it's like. You know, you can't get sleep you know, the night before. You're going to go on a trip. Your family trip's coming up. You're 10 years old. You're getting ready. We're going, you can't get sleep. All right, 30 o'clock in the morning. All right, I'm ready to, come on. I want to get going. All right, fine. I'll just lay down. I'll just be. <laughs> Come on, you yep. got to get up. We're going to be going. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. I, I want to be enjoying this moment because we've waited for a goddamned 
decade for this, whether we've known it or not. Shit, he has. His kids have. His kids have. Do you realize you can still have that moment and still be skeptical? Yeah. You can still have your go, you know, I'm going to celebrate this. If it turns out it wasn't true, fine. But I'm going to... Which I'm going to choose at the moment with the limited information I have with the, the acknowledgement that my timing was off. I'm going to celebrate the fact that at the very least, he's no longer behind bars and live in that moment. Right. We don't know that for sure, but we have some information. We have some source and you can either choose to have that moment or you can choose to save it. And hold on to it for later. And it's, yeah, but it's also really devastating when you get your hopes up like that and then have the rug pulled out from under you. I agree. That's what I was saying. You can also hold on to it for later. You can still stay skeptical. You can still say, you know what? I'm going to remember this announcement. I'm not going to celebrate it just yet because I'm still skeptical about the information. But once I get confirmation, I'm going to jump for joy. Oh, yep. I, I and I and I am absolutely right there right now. Yeah. And so you're you're essentially saying I'm not going to. I, I may have blown out the candles on the birthday cake, but I'm not going to eat it just yet because yep. I'm not sure if my wish came true. I'm going to wait till my wish comes true, and then I'm going to eat the birthday cake. Mm-hmm. As- I. Don't know if the analogy was great. That was, that's that's like one o'clock in the morning analogy right there. That's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, As a complete aside to everything, looking, looking back now after everything that has happened over the last two years with this global pandemic, the idea of blowing out, intentionally blowing across a piece of food now. um, (laughs) Wow. We never really thought about that ever, did we, in this context? Wow, Uh, man. Yeah, I was trying to do something nice, and you just no. had to bring the no, 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 temperature. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm teasing, dude. I'm teasing. I'm and I'm and I'm right on board with you, man. Uh, I I'm absolutely right on board with you, and it you okay. It, it's fine to be conflicted. Yeah, yeah. Hard to sit with, but it's natural. It's normal. Isn't that the government that uh, brought in a bone saw and used it in a in a elevator in recent memory? Yeah. Yeah. So my being incredibly wary and guarded about this incredibly repressive, regressive in some ways, a lot of ways, most ways, government. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, on the, on yesterday, I shared another link in the chat. Uh, you know, same country, Saudi Arabia, executes 81 people in a single day. Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't as bad as Russia. They executed a couple infants. They bombed a children's hospital in Ukraine. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Although if you say that in you in, in Russia, you'll get carted off to the log. Yeah. They've arrested so many people in Russia for uh, speaking out against uh, the war that they actually have to cart them off in trains. You know, 
I wonder where the hell those trains go. No place good, obviously, but I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, you know, the the funny, and I and by funny, I I mean, hmm. Iron, irony? Yeah. The, the funny part about it is, hasn't the, hasn't there been a push over here in the U.S. the last four six years, where the rally call the rally call has been vote in numbers too big to well I forget what the what what it ends with uh, basically uh too too big to overcome too big to to lie about or whatever. Essentially, yeah. and now looking at how many people have been turning out in Russia for protests, I'm kind of wondering if the people are going to continue protesting in larger and larger and larger numbers, too large to be ignored, too large to, you know. Uh, when they start getting hungry, that is a powerful motivator. And if you will recall history, um. You know, they're talking global wheat shortages at this point. And if you remember history, uh, many a government has been toppled for a lack of bread. I mean, McDonald's announced that they were uh, shuttering their locations, but they were going to continue to pay the employees because it wasn't fair to the employees. They didn't start the war. They're not part of the war. They're not engaged in the war. So they're going to continue paying the employees, but they're only going to supposedly pay them for three months. Three months go by real quick. The other side of that is all of the uh, ripples from the the chain. Uh, people will, you know, miss out on contracts that come in and clean the, you know, take away the grease. Yep. People, you know, that clean out the vents. People that deliver product to the store. It is going to be widespread ripple yep. effect. All Heck, the people fix the milkshake machines. Oh wait, nobody fixes the milkshake machines. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a whole other thing. Um, and uh, by the way, uh, okay, the two pieces over there uh, from Stephanie. And by the way, thank you. Of course, as always, uh, Stephanie saying that pregnant woman shown making her way down the stairs of the hospital with shrapnel wounds. First off, I was unaware of this particular one, but then again, uh, there. My hit or miss right now with news has been for self-preservation, so I, I don't know about this one. Uh, with shrapnel wounds, has had a healthy girl. That's good congratulations. Question. She's also getting death threats too. Imagine that. And uh, the other one is uh, train loads of men are train loads of men are taking the train from Russia to Finland to escape conscription. Yes, Fine that does me. not surprise me. Nope. Similar things happened over here in the U.S. when uh, yeah. the uh, the draft was going on for the Vietnam War, and I and and the Korean War, if I remember right. The story that I I told this one before. My father-in-law was in the U.S. Army. He was uh, occupation force uh, Japan post World War II, and um, he he had the stories about you know young guys did not want to get drafted. Went to the Canadian border. Okay. Yep. Repeat the alphabet to me. X, Y, Z. Turn around, go home. Here's your passport. Goodbye. Or not even a passport at that point. X, Y, Z. X, Y, Z. Come on across. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, good on them. Um, 
the thing that concerns me, of course, with that is that there is occasionally uh, bad weather in Finland and, and people have to carry umbrellas. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little worried about some of those people. Some people know what I'm talking about. Other people need to have a ticker in their ear to hear what I'm talking about. Yeah, I gotcha. Umbrellas. Poison. Mm, mm -hmm. Well, I, I was yep. thinking something a little bit more of a nuclear option, but yeah, we'll go with that. Joseph, yeah, there there have been people assassinated with umbrella tips, we're just saying. Yeah. Joseph, you've been very quiet about all this so far. I know usually that means that you don't have much of anything going, but I kind of want to double check and make sure that you're, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Yeah, that's steamrolling. Yeah. Um, well, I just have nothing to add. Um, you guys have all said it quite well. Okay. Wait, I said something well? Holy shit, where's the calendar? I gotta mark this down. He said... Yeah, you're covering all the bases. Yeah, and he said that you said it well. He didn't say that you said something of substance. This difference. I don't care. It said it well. <laughs> Allocution is all substance. The substance be damned. I'm not running for politics. Oh wait, never mind. Technicalities. Mm -hmm. He's technically correct, and that's the best kind of correct. Thank you, Futurama, for that. Ooh. Yeah. And Ooh. lots of elements of this are disturbing. I don't know if this is a true story or not because I have no independent verification other than what people on Twitter have said that are supposedly reliable sources in the area that I have been following. However, there is a story making the rounds on Twitter where uh, a, a town, I don't recall the name in, you know, in Ukraine, actually commandeered some tanks with two flags. If you have missed the story, there were four tanks that were heading towards there. Two of them ran out of gas. Gas was siphoned by the troops into two tanks. They turned around and headed back towards the border out of the area. The Ukrainians confiscated said tanks. And then put flags around them. So, there was one tank that came back, couldn't find the other tank, got lost, and bailed. If oh, the this GPS is, is true, they did this with two flags and no weapons. I mean... Uh, is that not funny? Yeah. The... My favorite news story so far has been that the government has basically said, yeah, you know what? If you uh, if you just happen to uh, acquire a tank, uh, yeah, don't worry. You don't have to claim it on your income tax or, or in any way, shape, or form. Don't worry. That's yeah. perfectly understandable. Yeah, that actually uh, – That, that made several times. That, that was even posted on Sky News, yeah. AP, and a, a yeah. couple other sites I where uh, they didn't have to claim it on their taxes. The like, farmers have been busy. Yeah. With tractors. Yeah. Getting yeah. equipment. Yep. The fact that they can pull tanks with those tractors, first off, they're, I mean, all these guys over here in the U.S. that have got these souped up uh, tractor pull things, guys, you got nothing on these guys in Ukraine and their <laughs> tractors. God damn. John Deere, you could learn a thing or two, you know? Mm-hmm. These guys have like their Ford F two fifty three fifty whatever all 
done or Dodge Rams, whatever, rolling coal and all that crap. It's like, guys, please, you think your truck can do whatever? <laughs> First off, uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet uh, that you haven't actually ever really taken it off-road. I mean, like, off, off-road. So there's a couple Jeeps I could show that could probably do rings around you. Second, you want to talk about horsepower? Let me introduce you to a couple farmers I know. <laughs> yeah, let, let's do this. Let's have a tug of war. I'm willing to bet I know who's going to win. Oh, yeah. Well. By the way, uh, I, I'd completely forgotten. Uh, scrolling back just a little bit, uh, the whole thing about losing out on having food and it being a huge motivator. Yeah. yeah. You could make a religion out of it. No, don't. There's some people that get that reference and you're my people. I should really make a, I, I should really make a post about that. Oh, and, and, I, and you know, some people are getting really touchy about the gallows humor and the memes and things like that. And, you know, although we're not in a funny situation, I'm willing to cut people some slack with the memes. I mean, some of them are gen you know, genuinely humorous, and I have no problem with people needing gallows humor in something funny because oh, yeah. the it's just a, a frightening situation. Some people use memes and humor to cope. And I will admit that I use that as a coping mechanism as well. I have to. People yeah. don't like it. I don't care. You know what? I'm, I want to, I want to pull this one over. Joseph, I don't know if you had heard the news reports, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, Snake Island, I believe is what the name of it was. There's a Ukrainian uh, military base over there. And they were called by a Russian warship. Don't know what the name of it was or what the designation was. But they called them over on the radio. And they effectively said, I don't, I don't remember what it translated to. But the Russians basically said, you know, uh, stand down and prepare to be boarded. For lack of a better way of putting it. Oh, I heard about this, yeah. Do you remember what their response was? Go fuck yourself. Yep. yep. Russian worship, go fuck yourself. Now, here's here's the reason why I'm asking you about this. Did you, also, did you also hear that this rally cry has been put up on the electronic um uh, the electronic signboards for highways and such? To tell all the Russians that are coming through, uh, I forget exactly what it said, but it was basically uh, Russian army people, go fuck yourselves. Become a rallying cry and more. Yeah. Yeah. The, and the, the pickle lady story is interesting. Which one is that? Supposedly, this this is the story, and we really want to believe that it's true. Uh, it's still funny regardless. But supposedly, there was an elderly grandmother type that, at first, the story was that she grabbed a jar of pickles and took out a small drone with it. 
And then she made a correction in the press and was adamant that it was not pickles. It was actually pickled tomatoes. Yes. And so now we have, you know, tomato to, you know, to air missiles with this jar of tomatoes. And Russia really needs to catch up. <laughs> so Stephen Colbert of The Late Show. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with Stephen Colbert, he's um, he's stand up. Uh, a stand-up nightly show, um, just like Jay Leno and all the others. And he did a skit, the no-fry zone, about the Ukrainian woman throwing the jar of pickles, which was later, you know, pickled tomatoes. And so he did the whole skit. It's great. I'm not ruining it for you, but we are going to put it in the show notes. You got to watch it. It's like, 10 minutes long. It's freaking hilarious. And now I'm remembering about the, uh, uh, the drone that was going overhead at a, I think it was a Finnish, um, Ren fair. And the guy basically threw a spear and took out the goddamn drone. And it's all on video. There's a beautiful moment there. Uh, there's, there have been some reports that have come out of Ukraine that have been incredibly heartwarming. A little bit difficult to track down if they are accurate or not, but then corroboration ends up coming out through social media, which I would argue is the most democratic news reporting that is possible. It's, it's a, it's a big old hodgepodge of stuff, but you get as close to real time, real reporting as well, better than anything CNN could ever hope to do. The woman putting sunflower seeds into the pockets of Russians and telling them that at least when they lie down, something good will grow from them. Yeah. Meaning when they die, they will lay there and the seeds will sprout and cover them up. For those of you that are wondering, oh, wait a minute. Is that why I've been seeing all this Ukrainian stuff with sunflowers? Yes, that's why. Yes. Yep. That story is apparently corroborated and yep. has been shown from multiple angles of video. So that one's a good one. People pulling uh, tanks with tractors. Again, corroborated. Oh, not, Lots of pictures not and video. I don't think it was tank. The, the one that I saw was not a tank. It was one of it, it's where they basically take the body of, um, Oh, an armored carrier, an armored carrier. And then they put the missile launcher thing on top. I forget. Okay. There's a specific like multi-letter acronym thingy for it. I just, I'm not, a. I don't tend to pay attention to a lot of that stuff. Um, uh, ATST. Uh, Stephanie is saying the sunflower is the national flower of Ukraine, which is part of the it reason is. why for it. But she also said pickled tomatoes with plums. Okay, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, the, the woman did have to come back and, and clarify. Yes. It was not just pickles. Got to, got to make sure that you get that all right. Um, what was one of the other ones that um, – there was one 
and I don't, I know that I saw it. I can't, I can't tell you all of the ins and outs about the whole thing, but there was spray painted graffiti that had something to do with warning off the invading Russians because, and, and I'm highly loosely paraphrasing here for a second, because there was supposed to be some kind of sniper grandma that was going to take them out if they kept going. I the women, the women have organized. Oh, hell yeah. They are fighting back. There were women who the only reason they left the Ukraine was to get their children safely across the border. Then they came back to fight. And again, Stephen Colbert did a, a, a whole thing on point where he, he, he pointed at, he pointed at the camera and goes, Putin, you messed up now. You pissed off the moms. Yep. And while the audience laughed and the way that he presented the material was very comedic and everything else. Comedy itself, all comedy, whether it's dark, whether it's lighthearted, whatever, has to use a fragment of truth to get the comic response of ha-ha. Whether it's a ingrained, oh God, I feel your pain, it so hurts so much, I've got to laugh, or this is so funny, it's uplifting, haha. It doesn't matter. It takes a grain of a fragment of truth for that. And when he said, You goofed, you pissed off the moms, that wasn't a fragment. That was like a buttload, a metric buttload <laughs> yeah. of truth. Yep. You pissed off the moms. You put their children in jeopardy. In some cases, you killed some of their children. And I'm not talking like, you know, a 30, 40, 50 year old kid. I'm talking like teenagers, preteens, and infants. Yeah. You want a sure way, fire way to piss off a parent? Yeah, kill the kids. Dude, yeah, you done goofed. There is nothing you can do except completely wipe the Ukraine off the map. Because if he tries to go in there and set up his own. Let's say he plows through every uh, everybody that stays behind, and all the U other Ukrainian people come back, and he's got his government, his police force, and everything set up. That will be one of the places in the world where there'll always be civil unrest. It will never stop until Russia is pushed back out again. Somebody pointed out. Well, some, yeah, realistically, there is no way for them to hold that country. Yeah, no. And I say that because if you go do research at Rand Corporation. They have studies on anything possible that has to do with military and, you know, other items. And, you know, in normal circumstances, it takes 50 military for every one person to be able to hold it. Uh, if you have really strong fighters, 20 people can hold it. These people are not strong fighters. I mean, they would have to have, you know, probably 200 million people. To hold that whole state. It is not possible. Yeah. Stephanie, thank you. Because I was about to mention about that. Stephanie, Putin's lost nine senior commanders, mostly the snipers. Well, that's because they keep standing between him and the snipers. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 go ahead and, and put a piece here really quickly. These are senior commanders. These are generals. These are people who are supposed to be knowledgeable in warfare. And I say supposed to be. That's what we would expect. But the fact that these people are being hit, more than one has been hit by a sniper. And let's go ahead and, and 
state, we don't like warfare. We, I think collectively, we would all agree, we do not relish in any way, shape, or form the idea of someone coming to an early demise through violence. Yeah, definitely not in real life. I mean, it's one thing to play a game, whether it's a board game, a card game, um, pencil and paper, a video game, VR, that stuff's not real. Okay. When people say, oh, video games make people violent. And it's like, no, 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 no. The, the shit you see going on makes people violent. And yeah. More violence begets more violence. Ignorance leads to misunderstanding and hatred and violence and all that other shit. But games? No. Yeah. And I've heard people try to blame this war on fucking video games. Those are the people I want to take outside and go, let me introduce you to something called uh, violence. And let me show you how it's not related to video games. Yeah. It- uh, something else that I found, you know, earlier, and I am following, <clears throat> you know, and, uh, you know, ambassadors that are in Ukraine, as well as their MOD and all that stuff, you know, official sources. Um, but from what they are saying and from what our intelligence people are saying, they're not even using secure comms. Uh, some of them have been trolled with music. Um, there is confirmation now that they have been given orders to randomly kill any and all civilians. Um... There's also some issues with these commanders and their commanders not being in the loop by design. And the reason why they're not is because the analysts that Putin was relying on are yes men and told him what he wanted to hear because to do otherwise and tell him things that he didn't want to hear they could have been executed for it. So he really does not understand on any level, uh, you know, the true situation, what's going on. And people have been kept out of the loop on purpose because he is so paranoid. But having said that, he's now using some of those people as scapegoats. And so goes the chain of command of non-critical thought. I mean, um, instead of a chain of people making rational decisions, you just got a <clears throat> just a hand-me-down chain of uh, yeah, everybody below trying to please the, the grade higher. Yeah. And total chaos. Yeah, it's like uh, getting a field commission, uh, a field advancement in the Klingon Navy, you, guy ahead of you gets killed. Well, congratulations, you take his place. Uh no, 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 don't want that. Nope, don't, don't, nope. I also have to keep in mind too. Um, I'm hoping that their maintenance has been poor on their nukes. Uh, but as far as what the military is being handed out, um, they're you know, circa 1971 gas masks that they filters in them. And, you know, the masks themselves are uh, leaded, shoot, words, I'm having a hard time, words, lined with lead. Their filters have asbestos in them. 
you do not want to wear those. I mean, I, I, I hesitate to say this, but as I've used the expression before, it would still be a BTN solution, BTN standing for better than nothing, but that's you don't a very want low asbestos bar. in your filters, trust me. No, I, I, I get you. I get you. It's just a matter of that, you know, um, you, depending as to what it is that you're trying to filter out, it could be a viable risk. Yeah, because so far the pattern has been, you know, they're conducting false flags. We are aware and announcing what those are, and they do it anyway. And right now, the bet is that they are going to use chemical and or biological weapons. And so the EU and NATO are trying to, you know, get appropriate um you know, masks and suits and all that to at least make sure that Kiev still stands. And you know, no matter what, what. You know what brought them that what, what warned them that uh, they're, they're probably going to be using chemical weapons mm-hmm. is because Russia started putting out false news about Ukraine mm-hmm. um, forbidden weapons. So they think of okay, if we accuse them of doing it first, then we can justify our using them yep. too. There were also reports within the last couple of days too that some of the Russian planes had gone into Ukrainian airspace and turned around and attacked Belarus as a pretext, saying that the Ukrainians did it. Yep. Yeah, we kind of we kind of talked about a little well talked about we typed about part of this at some point in the uh discord server force and my mm-hmm. thing was you know wouldn't it be nice to be able to have i, I forget how i worded it but I, I was channeling my inner jane cobb sure be nice to be able to visually identify one bad guy from a good guy right about now wouldn't you think i know i know ukraine has uh leftover russian uh, military gear so they're all working with the same, uh, the same overall profile. So you know you're 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 gonna have a harder time visually from Belarus being able to see is it a Ukrainian MIG or is it a Russian MIG? MIG is MIG. Mm-hmm. So it's I I see what they're trying to get for, and pretty much everybody could see what they're trying to get for, and. Yeah. They're trying is, to drag Belarus in. Yeah. Is is Belarus part of NATO? I don't think so. No. No, no, no. Uh, they are not part of NATO. And Putin is in cahoots with Lukashenko and did a de, fa- de facto overtaking of Belarus with Belarus's cooperation. That is why they had, you know, uh, forces stationed there. No, I got you. And so Ukraine's trying to put out the word to Belarus, we did not do this to you. Please believe us because we don't want to fight you. Don't take the bait. But Belarus is at the same time, I, I'm not sure if they've, they've allowed Russian troops to go through their territory. But um, I did read a news story that uh, Belarus troops were actually actively participating. 
Yeah. There's a piece about this whole damn thing that some folks have been have bantered around. And it's it's not steeped in anything other than you know Monday morning armchair quarterbacking kind of thing. The idea that what Putin is working towards is the grand reunification theory of the Soviet Union. Of taking back okay. all the areas that, you know, with with the drop of, uh, what was it? It was 89 when, uh, when you know, the, the wall came down in Germany and everything started to socially invade, for lack of a better way of putting it, and, you know, the eventual collapse of the USSR into the Russian federation is that the right it's beyond that i listened to his speech in real time as he was giving it Mm. this is putin his almost hour-long speech his idea is to take the borders back to 1917 bolshevik that is why finland is trying to hustle into nato gotcha even finland is at risk and they know it Gotcha. Yeah. And why about the thing about reestablishing Russia's former glory? Um, well, Russia, when it was being um, built up, well, the goal was to have access to certain territories. Um, yeah, to have. Uh, they constituted the empire. It's, it's supposed to have a function. function and. Um, what they're basically doing is recreating. There was a reasoning behind the creation of Russia. You know why they needed territories, access to the the sea. Uh, um, so basically, they're just trying to get the same thing back. The same power, the same territorial coverage, and access to all of the surrounding seas. Yeah, a land bridge to the Black Sea. Yeah, and um, yeah, and all the economic uh, benefits that go with it. Yeah, but his clear intent was to go back to the Bolshevik uh, land area because he heavily referenced, you know, Catherine the Great and the Bolsheviks and how great that you know, period was and on and on and on. It was off the rails. Mm. And even his mannerisms, he, it wasn't scripted. He didn't have it, you know, pre, you know, uh, didn't have the speech prepared. He was just talking ad lib. And it was really telling when one of his high up ministers, I don't remember if it was the foreign minister or what the guy's position was. But he asked him, you know, do you support this? And he said, yes, I will. And Putin said, that is not the question. Do you support it? Not will you, but do you? And the guy looked like he was scared to death because he had made the wrong answer. And then he came back in him and hawed and said, yes, I support it. Because otherwise, dude probably would have gone out a window or some other, and he knew it. 
ended up in and front just, of a triple A battery on a test. I mean, I paid close attention to that when it came out live. And of course, there was yeah, translation going on because Deutsche Welle was carrying it and, and they had to translate it. But just watching the mannerisms and hearing that live when it first came out, I was like, oh, crap. Well, you can put that nationwide because there was recently, they, they did uh, um, a telephone um, poll uh, in Russia. I'm not sure who did it or why, but um, basically it was um, maybe even robocalls, I don't know, but uh, asking uh, whether the, the Russian citizens supported the Ukraine war. And uh, they got something like a 64% support for it. So if you have somebody calling you during the time of war, asking you whether you <laughs> support the war or not, like, what are you going to answer? Exactly. And there are like, uh, there Dallas are... calling me. Yeah. And, and on top of that, you know, we know full well that Opinion polls are difficult at best to get accurate information from. There are so many different pieces. How is something worded? Is data being cherry-picked in order to give whoever that's commissioning the, the query the information they want? Which I would not put that past. But at the same time, even with all those shortcomings possible, the idea that a 64% in favor, that's not exactly a resounding success. It's mostly elderly people that are in favor of the younger people seem to understand that this is a disinfo uh, thing going on, and they can see through it. Um, one thing that was really interesting was this morning I participated in a Zoom call with uh, Ukraine's minister of defense um lieutenant colonel alexander vindman the guy who was kicked out of the military for testifying during impeachment one for the former guy mm -hmm. a couple of ambassadors a couple of uh people who you know have doctorates in you know political science are well regarded um a couple of people in intelligence somebody from the Pentagon and had someone that was moderating it. And the minister of defense, you know, was very, very busy. You could tell he hasn't slept much, but he gave us 45 minutes. Damn. And it was interesting to hear their points of view and their assessments of what was going on. And it was worth, you know, I'll, I mean, I'm, you know, kind of hard up on funds right now. I'm doing what I can. Their suggested donation for this was $100. I threw them 10 and they still let me attend. And they gave me a link to the recording to it so I can share that with other people. But I will drop that in the show notes for anybody who would like to see it. I appreciate or it. Or put it in the link so you can put it yeah. in the show notes. I think it's worth us uh, taking a couple of moments here and absolutely, absolutely opining on the idea that 
there, there's no other way of putting this one. This entire shit show is being looked over, being overseen by, being repelled by a head of state who was a goddamned comedian previous to this. Sure, and also when Dancing with the Stars, their version of it. You know, President Zelensky, I, I, I truly, sincerely hope that I am pronouncing it correctly because I... You are. Okay. You will never see this, but should you ever, by some stretch of imagination, we cannot... Uh, I, 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 you know what? I was otherwise going to speak on behalf of all of us. I'll speak just on my behalf. Holy smoke. You are, if you do not get to be the head of the UN when all this is blown over, something is fundamentally wrong with this world. You've shown. You may not make it. Yeah. I know that. He's part. had seven assassination attempts that we have, you know, the U.S. has verified to date. And one that we could have actually ended up assisting with. Thank you very kindly. Well, I mean, the thing is, he won't leave his country. No, he won't. So there's no way that we can guarantee his safety. We're doing our best. It would be nice he if the, has, he's you, brave. You know, why, why, does, why doesn't the Vatican... Just send him over a, a spare Pope mobile, you know? Why doesn't Israel do something? He's Jewish. Well, first off, a Pope mobile is for display purposes. Well, not yes. for combat. That that thing can still that stops a bullet. That's not gonna stop an RPG. That's not going to stop a bomb. You know, that's not gonna stop any of that. And and, and secondly, he wouldn't be caught in it. He wouldn't use it. That's not the kind of person he is. He's the kind of person who would stand in the front lines with his own people and in the middle of oncoming fire. Why? Because that's just who he is. Yeah. He may not start the fight, but he's damn well going to finish it or die in the process. And he's already admitted that. He's yeah. already declared that statement this, that you're taking this country over my dead body. Yeah, you're, I mean, his quote... We don't need a ride. We need ammo. I don't need a ride. We need ammo. Yeah. I don't need a taxi. Yeah. That's that's what it was. Yeah. I will take a link to this episode if you want to, Shujin. I follow him on Twitter. I will share it to him. When? He may or may not have time to see it, but when the time comes, I will post it on his Twitter line. When the time comes? Um... Just make sure that you link to the time code so that he doesn't have to listen to, you know, all the... All this uh, all other the ex stuff. Extraneous yeah. BS. Yeah, I will. And if that's the case, Mr. President... Good luck. Just... Just good luck. Slava Ukraini. I will not even begin to try to say because I've I know nothing of the correct pronunciations of anything so just good luck. But you know the correct spellings. Odessa is with one S because Odessa with two S's is Russian. Kiev is 
no longer Kiev mm. because Kiev is Ukrainian and Kiev is Russian. And another point, which may seem petty, but there's a lot of power in the word the. They are no longer the Ukraine. They are Ukraine. The Ukraine implies ownership of Russia. That was something that um, I had learned about relatively recently. And I had no idea. Because for me, it had always been, quote, the Ukraine. The Ukraine, exactly. And you still catch newscasters now stumbling on it and saying the Ukraine and then going back and correcting themselves and saying Ukraine. Yeah, I, I, I've done it. I, I, I have too. I've done it, and and it, it, I've, I've absolutely been like, oh, wait a minute, that's right. Yeah, okay, wait, switch. Mm-hmm. We've, we've all done something that we've. I mean, times have changed. Yeah, so many things have changed. Um, I have. You guys know full well. I I do a lot of different uh, music shows on uh, uh, online. The disco era show, uh, give or take. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I have a hard time now justifying in my head playing the uh, uh, the song by Cher. Um. Oh God! I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Yeah. Because uh, I I never understood how those terms were well vicious for so Tours against uh, what they call in the UK travelers and you know the Romani people. Yeah. So for those of you that have kind of like caught yourselves and and like oh shit yeah that's right uh yeah as. As Tech told me earlier, you be aware of yourself mm-hmm. and you adjust accordingly. And that what makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. We also have a new S word that, uh, you know, some native lands are being renamed and some ski resorts are being renamed. And the S word is squaw. Yes. The reason why it's being eliminated is because it's derogatory towards women. That it implies, you know, like almost like bondage for women. Yeah, there's 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 things, man. Things change. And And, I'm and I'm it's okay to be confused. I mean, it is okay. I remember, you know. Uh, the, the country that was formerly called Rhodesia. And I remember when Mumbai was Bombay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Congo has gone back and forth. Still remember when Germany used to be one or the other. East and West, yeah. And all the jokes that went along with that for the for the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, the world 
has changed a lot. Maps change. It's hard to keep up. Maps change. Locations. Peoples. Yeah. And we've got people in the U.S. that could not even pick it out on a map, which is really sad. But there you go. I can, but most people couldn't. We have Americans who could look at the map of the United States and not be able to identify their home state if the map was turned south to north instead of north to south. You're right. And we also have people that don't care about anything that's not happening in this country. And I can distinctly remember one of the last times that I saw my mom to do the, you know, kid drop off to go, you know, to grandma's house for a couple of weeks for vacation. And, you know, we had met in Nashville for the trade-off because it was about halfway point between here and there. And they said that they had to leave early to go to a rally. And I said, well, you know, that's good because I have an event that I'm going to at at two o'clock. And she was like, oh, is it at a tea party rally? And I said, no, there is a you know, rally, I'm not a rally, but a show of support scheduled at two o'clock. And this was during the Arab Spring. And even though balloons are a bad thing because of birds, the idea was to have people release a single green, you know, helium balloon in support of the Arab Spring. And when I told her what I was going to, she's like, oh, who cares about those brown people over there? Which was racist as hell. And I was like, how can you be that heartless? You know, but she's not a nice person. Uh, We're estranged, and it's probably for the best. There is that. Oh, you know what? We'll let we're getting we're getting close to the top of the hour. Let's let's leave off with this piece because Stephanie just posted this one, and it's gotten me. Said. They're having panic attacks because they think Ukraine is close to the U.S. Oh, wow. Joseph, I want to get over to you first because we would know this one over here because, oh, my God, this is the this is like Florida man levels of derptitude. Uh, Have yeah. you heard the people who've been yelling and screaming and ranting and raving and being all kinds of upset because because Georgia is looking to join NATO and my stupid countrymen are saying, how can Georgia leave the United States to join NATO? What the hell is going on with these people? Uh, I roll. Have you heard about this? Yes. Uh, yeah. They probably keep their that kind of information right next to their instruction manual for breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. Okay. That was that was that was actually good. If you um, can't find it, it's in the index. That's good. That's good. 
I'm sorry, you, you got you got me laughing twice over, and I'm I'm trying very hard to keep myself together over here. Um, oh, because okay. the the first thing that went through my head when you said that was, okay, that is actually goddamn funny. The second thing was, is there a schoolhouse rock that talks about that? Yes, yes, the autonomous system. The third thing that went through my head was. Oh my God, this is Ralph Hinckley all over again, losing the instruction manual to the red suit for the greatest American hero. I'm dying inside right now because I can't be laughing because my little one is asleep upstairs and I'm the host and I can't be blowing out my microphone. Thank you very much. <laughs> so if I end up um, cracking ribs because I'm holding myself together, it's your goddamn fault. Hey, that's what soundproofing is for. Combining. <laughs> nope. 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 Not gonna do that. Not gonna do that. <sighs> what? No. Stephanie's yeah. following it up. Al Jazeera actually puts quote quote Georgia parenthesis the country parenthesis quote in its reports. Oh my god. <laughs> Too, because we have a bunch of uneducated sheeple here, and our education system is this. horrible. And what's most amazing is just with what utter conviction they spoke their um, repetitions. It 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 drives me up a wall. Odessa is in Texas. What do you mean it's Russian? What do you mean it's Ukrainian? Just, I, I, I don't know. Can't even these people anymore. Yeah. I'd just like to go ahead and get myself out a nice extension corded clue by four, drive around, and just <laughs> fling that thing around like it's a set of bowlers and just clunk people upside the backside of the head. Um, lest anyone had forgotten this, because I kind of sort of did till I was reminded, and I was like, oh, yeah, that actually happened. Uh, as far as, like, disappearing people, this happened during the former guy's administration during some of the Occupy Wall Street when unmarked cars with unmarked police uniforms actually disappeared people off the street. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And he has every intention of running again in 2024, at least it sounded like it tonight at his rally. And like I was telling Shijin before the show, there are video clips from said rally where the former guy is saying that CRT needs to be taken out of schools, that it's going to destroy this country and the people, you know, which he was, you know, dog whistling for white people, need to be willing to take up arms and lay down their lives to keep it out of school. Jesus. And he also sent javelins to Ukraine to help them out with this war. So, yeah. Javelins? Yeah, the uh, anti-tank missiles. Oh, I, no, not literal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, being that we're, we're going to 
uh, I'm going to see about wrapping this just a little bit on time for change. I'm going to end with this. All right, two, two quick items. One, if this country functionally can be destroyed functionally by critical race theory, then it deserves to be. Yeah. And two, I'm going to go off of what was said earlier. Am I, am I a skeptic or am I just a cynic that I don't want to believe what I've heard, even though I really want to? Oh. Tech told me right. It's good to be skeptical because of the, because of the situation, because of the outstanding nuance to the whole damn thing. But being a cynic precludes accepting new information when it finally hits. Not if, but when. So I am feeling comfortable enough with being able to say that I am currently a very disgruntled, jaded skeptic who is really, really waiting for the correct news cycle to come through and give me what it is that I need to believe. But I'll just stay wary until. Oh, I can't share the link from the recording because it's linked to my Zoom. But it was on Facebook Live. I'm going to see if it's on RDI's Facebook page, and you can access it that way if you have Facebook. We'll see what we can do I just from didn't here. want to uh I just didn't want to get people's hopes up and not be able to provide it but I just verified I can't share it but on Facebook I can okay I'll drop the Facebook in the in the show notes okay we'll see what we can do with that um you you go ahead and fiddle with that for a couple of moments I'll come back to you to, to for a thing um Joseph what uh what do you want to end out with? I know you've had the you've had the least to to drop in at this point. I, I've I've felt so self conscious because I don't I don't want to make it feel like I'm like we've steamrolled over you or nothing. No, not at all. It's just uh, you know you guys are you're actually filling me in about uh, uh, what's what's going on from the U.S. side because I mean I just uh, you know I follow the news every day here from Europe and um, yeah with your with the exception of your local US um, governor you know elected people who should not be elected uh, shenanigans bullshit uh, we're we're pretty well on the same page I mean all we can do is follow the news and because uh, we don't have really any other source of information I'd like to get a little more in depth into um, the why of all this. You know, uh, the uh, it'd be interesting to compare what's going on now to uh, other events past in past history. Past is not redundant. No, uh, no, I, 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 I get what you mean because mm. I've I've kind of been wondering 
if this whole damn thing doesn't smell of post-World War One. but that's just me. Well, it's history repeating again. I mean, you know. Exactly. For a war to happen, there has to be people. There has to be complacency. Well, they've taken the video down. I wonder why. Could Maybe be, it's been fucked. Could be any. All right. Well, we'll we'll see what we'll see what comes of it all. Um, Bridget, what do you wanna what do you wanna close out with at this point? Well, I mean, there's so much happening so quickly that it is head spinning. In Ukraine, everything. Uh, yeah. I mean, in Ukraine, the ongoing, you know, slaughter. There's, uh, you know, there's going to be food shortages for people who can least afford it. Um, pretty much global, and part of that is intentional uh, on the part of Russia. And one thing that I do know is that Ukraine and Russia both export a lot of wheat, corn, soybeans, soybean oil, and the you know markets are reacting accordingly. You know, it's global, it's causing inflation, and uh, you know, oil prices are very volatile right now. And it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. So we just all need to be prepared for that and buckle up. And blaming POTUS, yeah, our current POTUS does no good because he's not responsible for it. And, you know, this is just, I mean, people that listen to this show know this, probably. But it needs to get through to the average U.S. citizen, the ones that are, you know, sticking Biden did this or Brandon did this on gas pumps, they need to get a clue that no matter how much we produce, um, it is not kept in this country. It is sold on the world market at whatever the market price is. People need to know that. They also need basic economics 101 to understand Supply and demand, how capitalism works, that our economy is not solely capital, you know, capitalism based. It's also socialist in that these huge corporations get massive tax breaks and subsidies. So it does no good to blame the Biden administration for any of this. And if he was all that powerful, then he's screwing things up really bad for the EU and Finland and all the rest of the world uh, as far as gasoline prices and inflation and problems with the supply chain. Wow, who would think that he had that much power? This is global, folks. In the U.S., people need to get their heads out of their asses and realize that it's not all about us. We're all in it together. Memory Lock serves. Box now. Yeah, memory serves. I think the equivalent uh, for petrol 
87 octane petrol would be something approaching the equivalent of $8 US, I think. At least. And we've been underpaying what the rest of the world, including Canada and everybody in the EU, has been paying for a long time. And I realize we have a lot of people that live on the margins here and on the edge and they can't afford it. Uh, You know, even George W. Bush got blamed for gas prices after Katrina. Imagine that. Yeah, and that was like the highest gas prices had ever been up until this point. But it is probably going to get worse before it gets better. It should settle down by the end of the year. But in the meantime, I would highly recommend, if you're listening to this now and you live in the U.S., or I guess this could go for UK or anywhere else. Stock up on flour, corn, cornmeal, um, any kind of wheat products that you think you're going to need because there are going to be shortages and they are going to go up in price. We're already seeing runs here locally on pasta, dried beans, Ramen noodles, of all things, the little packs, you know, has been obliterated. And we cannot find canned biscuits here or crescent rolls or anything else because that whole section has been obliterated and has been for weeks. Buckle up, everybody, and be prepared for it because it is going to be painful. And the people who are least able to uh, absorb the costs and people who had no choice in this matter, it's going to hurt them the most. Tech, I want to get you before you end up falling asleep. <laughs> because it's late, you know. Yeah. So, one of the things I want to tack on as an addendum is, you know, we talk about inflation, but people kind of fail to pay attention to the fact that their pay isn't keeping up with inflation. And I've said this before, in that we see companies lay off people, but they've made record profits over any other year that they've been in business. And yet they still lay off people. And then they give that work to the remaining people and say, no, you can't have a pay raise. Or you can have a pay raise, but it's not going to com- be commensurate with the amount of, not only the amount of work that you're doing, but the amount of inflation that's going on for the cost of living. So what you're actually getting is a pay cut. Okay. The cost of oil going up, that's expected. When a war goes on, the cost of everything goes up, including fuel all the time, every time. But here's the thing I have with this. Uh, Even when we weren't driving that much, the oil companies saw record profits and they're still seeing record profits. So how about this? Instead of asking the huddled masses to give a little bit more, squeezing a little bit more from that stone from the people who can't afford to give more. How about we ask the major oil companies to give a little bit more? Maybe the CEO doesn't get that $45 million bonus this year. Darn, you know, just to save a cup, maybe a single penny at the pump for everybody else, you know, 
tell me what people out there wouldn't hear. Oh, look, all the CEOs of all the different fuel companies gave up all their bonuses to try to help keep the prices level. Uh, dude, you'd have people coming to the CEO's doors and mansions going, I baked you these cookies. I baked you this pie. Thank you. You know, despite how much money they still make without the bonus. Okay. Which is absurd. <laughs> but the point is, is that the people that could be making the actual sacrifices are not making the sacrifices and they're getting the tax breaks and everything else. And, you know, for people like starving college students, for the ones who can actually get in to college, who have the luxury of having a car, are being told, well, yeah, you have a car. You're going to have to pay $500 a year for a parking space. Or, well, you're going to have to pay $500 a year for a permit. And if you can find a parking space, good luck. Oh, we oversold the permits by twice this year. Uh, that actually happened to my buddy, and this was long before <laughs> this show, and it happened at, at a, a well-known university. So uh, this has been going on for a long time. You know, the people, it this is happening to all of us, this war, the effects, the economy. So yeah, while you're gearing up and getting yourself ready to buckle in and tighten your belt, Know that some of your neighbors are doing the same thing and some of your neighbors are not doing the same thing. And we'll see what we see in the future of who took the proper precautions and who didn't. But also try to remember your humanity. You know, the person that you live next door to is not that major CEO of, you know, BP or, or ExxonMobil. You know, it may not be the CEO of Sikorsky or... Uh, General Dynamics or any of these major contractors working with the government, you know, it may just be somebody who works at Burger King or McDonald's or, you know, retail. And they've had a really crappy day of getting yelled at. But And they just realized that they didn't buy enough flour to make some bread. That's just it. Uh, that's what has to stop is that, uh, the lower downs, well, the higher the higher ups are just constantly taking yeah. more and more, and we're letting them. And the right. only reason they're doing it is that they're letting them. It's kind of like what I wrote on Facebook. I've probably written it before. Well, but, the uh, part that I'm emphasizing is not the fact that we're letting them, because I've talked about that before. We we've definitely have talked about that before. Of you know, you need to stand up for yourself and everything else. But don't forget that your neighbors are nearby, you know, and they but might it, need a little help. So at the time of war, remember your humanity. Yeah, but that's exactly But I am emphasizing that we have to do something about it. And part of our doing something about it is actually thinking of our neighbors before the, the motherfuckers. You know, right. I'm not ta I'm, I'm not talking about helping out the, the CEOs and stuff. I'm talking about look out for your neighbors, look out for your coworkers. You know, if you have to unionize to help your neighbor because you know you both work for the same company and the, your company is downtrodding on all the people, unionize. If your neighbor doesn't work for your company and they couldn't go out and get some bread, and you happen to have an extra little bit of bread, maybe sharing with them can help. Well, that our hopes for all of you for a safe 
week coming up because let's face it, we don't like to use the expression thoughts and prayers, but we don't have very much of anything else. We're going to be hoping to hear good things from everybody later. Stephanie, take care of yourself. Have a good week. Stay safe. And yeah, next week, time shift. Cause you know, what be ding. So, you know, be aware. I'll make sure that the next show announcements do have the little blurb on it as usual for please check your timing because time changed now. Well, according to my timing, it's time for pie because it's three fifth three fourteen a.m. Yeah, we'll see how we'll, we'll see. <laughs> see, we'll look, see about took that. a screenshot and everything. I got that proof. <laughs> I got that. So everybody, my math always, nerds out there, thank you. Joseph, you have a good week, good luck, and uh, yeah, it, it's going to affect your timing next week too, right? Or what? Is it, is, it, is it, oh, it's daylight savings ending, whatever. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, so it's going to be 0405 UTC now, next week. Uh, uh, like every year for the past uh, 50 years, I have to ask myself, I'm going to lose an hour of sleep or I can't seem to wrap my head around that. Well, at this point, you're awake, so it doesn't really much matter, I don't think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Am I going to go to work an hour early or late? Uh, sure. <laughs> Probably end up going in early. Whatever. Still, in any case, do take care of yourself, man. Stay safe. <laughs> yeah, you too, sir. <laughs> All right. Tech, also, you too, you take care of yourself. Uh, you said you're not going to be around next week then, eh? Yeah, I'm going to be out of town uh, for a couple weekends in a row. No worries. Safe travels. You take care of yourself. Please take care of yourself because travel, we know for well, some areas for travel can be a little dicey right now. Uh, no, I'm staying within, I'm staying within uh, the boundaries of our country and uh, the areas that I'm going to are actually uh, even quieter than where I'm even where, even where I'm at. Fair enough, then. Yeah. Safe travel. Because I need some quiet. I need some quiet. I'm actually in uh, next month, uh, the first week in the next month, I'm going out of town to see a Shakespearean play, so. Ooh. Yeah. So, mask up, limited seating to all that crap and everything else, but if there's a a, uh, uptick in the numbers in the area, we're canceling, so. Fair enough. And Bridget. Man, the, the you have a target-rich environment for however many FUs you want to throw around. And Lord knows you could swing a cat and hit a whole bunch of them before you let go. Um, I'm going to give a special fuck you to Ron Death Santos for not wanting to sanction any of the oligarchs and being against it. Because he needs the money. And a big fuck you to all the people who are still supporting Putin in the GQP and saying so. Uh, what kind of traitors are you? And I'm looking at you, Marjorie Trader Green. And Lauren Bobert. And Madison Cawthorn. Really? Go fuck yourselves. Can I uh can I tag an extra one onto that? Yes. 
for the whoever it was that was on the court that went ahead and said, uh, "Oh, Texas, yeah, you can you can absolutely go ahead and continue this whole work against abortion law." No, the federal government can't go ahead and come in here and tell us that we're against the Constitution. That'd be wrong. Oh, and the people in Missouri, have you lost your mind? That was another one, yeah. Oh, uh, excuse me, it's bad enough that there's, like, bounties on pregnant women in Texas, but now you want to keep them from being able to cross state lines? Yeah, that's that's unconstitutional. Yourselves, too. Yeah. And before we get out of here, on a completely opposite angle, for any of you youngsters who are somewhere in the LGBTQIA plus communities. We hear you. We hear you. We see you. And if for any reason whatsoever, you need an aunt or an uncle in name, if nothing else, find us. We are on Discord. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. If you need a voice or just someone to talk to, or even somebody to talk at, we will be here for you. We will always be here for you. It will get better. It ain't going to be soon, but it will get better. And we will do our damnedest to help you to get to that point. On top of that, if you need to call for a voice, I know, I know, calling and texting is also 20th century, but if you want to do that, feel free. The phone number that we've got is 859-HCTV-554. 859-4288-554. All the contact information, including that, is available over on the website, including the audio version of the podcast for us. We will be here for you. We will continue to be here for you. And if there's something that you'd like us to discuss, please be in touch and we'll see what we can do for you. So until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, my lady, too damn to many years later. But I am still in love. But mm. today, Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we're together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.